gotta say my favorite one of all time, and I'll, I'll end the we'll end the segment on this. I know you're gonna say already, but no, you don't. No, you don't. Let, say say, say the you name. Say, say the same on three. A one, two, three. Gary, Gary Sheffield. Sheffield. Dang it. I knew it. I knew it. That was awesome, right there. That was go. crazy. Go right, go. That was crazy. Oh my gosh, Gary Sheffield. John Stamos. Oh my god. Do we just become best friends? Now, the guy is coming back from the liquor store. The, the guy that got punched. Okay. He has a bag, a grocery bag full of liquor. Dante Fowler takes that, throws it into the pond that's next to their apartment <laughs> complex. <laughs> so now this ben guy's sitting on the ground. His glasses are broken. Punched in the face. And his liquor's in the lake. <laughs> There should be mistakes allowed because you know what? That's how life works, man. Sports. I mean, quit taking sports or sports. Why? Why did it have to be perfect? Like all of a sudden. Why? And again, I know people like get it right. I understand your mentality and that's okay. Yeah. But who, like, who cares? Welcome back, everybody. To Perpetual Sports Talk. My name is Sean. And I'm Scott. We are at Perp Sports Talk on Twitter, Perpetual Sports Talk on Facebook. What episode is this? I don't know. We're not even going to say it. We're not even going to try. I feel 52, like that's. 53. I feel like that's amateur saying the episode. That's why I'm not saying it. Yeah. It's Isn't a good that a number. little bit amateur? It's 50. It is, but I, I just like kind of keeping track. Uh, you go look in the description as to what what number. Before Scott rudely interrupted me, uh, at Perp Sports Talk Facebook, at Perp Sports Talk Twitter, Perpetual Sports Talk on iTunes, and Patreon if you care to donate to our little Thursday night program. On the docket today, we got some, oh, the football team in the area. We got the Washington Redskins. Those guys. Some baseball, uh, unveiling the finalists for the 2017 awards. And we got some basketball to talk about. Some college basketball, a really big schlub of the week as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Really? Yeah, Leangelo Ball. Oh, yeah. I'm just going to bring that one back. Uh, Tom Brady is the new Dennis Reynolds from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. We'll make that one. And, yeah, that's what we got going on. So let's open it up with a little NFL uh, skins talk. You liking what you see out of the old Redskins recently? Gotten to the point where the NFL is basically just random. It's just like a coin flip now. You know, it's it's less predictable than, I think, any other sport. Really? Because... There was no chance the Redskins were supposed to win that game last week. Playing at playing in Seattle, they don't lose in Seattle. They don't lose in Seattle, right? And you know, all the injuries, yeah, but they still did. Oh, but they did. But that's what I'm saying. It's, the NFL is so random now. Anybody can beat anybody. We're down like our entire team, all playing with all backups, and we still hang in there. Credit to Gruden and Cousins. I'm I'm sure. Not a lot of people want to give them credit, but they're holding this thing together. Yeah. It's glue. Defense, too. Greg Minuski, all good calls. Norman. Freaking 
Norman is fun to watch. Play. Yeah, he's actually earning his money now. One tackle at the very end of the game to prevent whoever it was getting a first down where he dragged yep. him down by the arm. Remember what I was talking yeah, about? Yeah. That was just sheer will. Something about the Redskins, though. And, and granted, whatever, the, you know, they're 500 right now, you know, middle-of-the-way team. Who knows what's going to happen? Every single one of their games has been entertaining to watch. Every single one of their games, it's been a one-score game within the two-minute warning other than the Oakland Raiders game where they were winning handily the entire time. Kirk Cousins. He just keeps him in the game. Yeah. I, I completely credit him. It's a good, well, yeah, it's a quarterback league. Everything revolves around the quarterback. But, right. but you know, the defense specifically with the Seahawks stopping Russell Wilson. I, I do have a theory, and I know I see you have this kind of written down a little bit. Um, the linemen, they're like all backups. We're playing with like five. To Seattle. Fat dudes. Trent like, Williams is down, Sean Laval, Spencer Long. So Brandon we're playing with Sheriff, like five all dudes four guys just down. coming off the street, basically. Yeah. Just fat guys. Now Some of them were with the team for a day. Some right. was Redskins players who now, suited up. I don't Seattle. know if this is a credit to our coaching staff for finding these guys, or it shows that like the offensive lineman's job isn't that actually hard. <sighs> Well, you know that's not it. I know, but it's you, like it's like these guys are just a bunch of fat guys they brought off the street. And we're like, all right, block this guy, and really all they have to do is you know shuffle around, push some guys in the other direction, mm-hmm. and that's about it. So I don't know if it's like, oh, it's not actually that hard. You just have to be really fat and strong. Mentality, dude. It's a mentality of whoa, I'm playing in the NFL and I wasn't uh, a week ago. I didn't have a dream of playing here in Seattle. Like this is, I'm here. I don't know how it happened. I'm going to take advantage of it. I'm going to freaking get after it. Uh, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of like the fat guy, like, mentality. Fat just, guys like getting after it. They just kind of hit each other. Like, you know, you can kind of plug guys in anywhere. Mm-hmm. And they have to be mean, tough. And they, they definitely have to be yeah. skilled and good at what they do. Yes. But I'm saying, like, you could find a big dude in a steakhouse. And he might be a good offensive lineman. Well, yeah, somebody with the mentality. Because the mentality, it's you can't coach a mentality. Mentality, you just have it. And these guys, at least for that game, had it. Just mentality, wanting, offensive line, wanting mentality to is more than a wide receiver mentality. Wide receivers are divas. Right, but but that's the thing. These guys are willing to get after. I was watching sort of the changes of, the, of a subject here, okay, but I'm going to bring okay. it back to it. I don't care. I'm watching the Lakers play the Celtics yesterday. And Ingram, okay. that kid from Duke, yeah. remember? He's playing one year at Duke. Um, obviously uh, on the Lakers now, ball on the ground. He doesn't dive for it. He sort of rolls, makes some sort of BS effort for it. And I was like, you know what? That is a Duke star spending one year at college going to the NBA. That's, That's the effort that that dude with Duke. Gives. That's nothing to do no, with his mentality. No, 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 no. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's a dude who's, again, been great forever. And now I he's disagree. not willing to put in everything. I disagree. And and die for the ball when he doesn't have to. It's like the tenth game in the NBA season. He's a second year. He doesn't want to tear anything. He doesn't want to get hurt. I grant. I'm with you. I like the old school. So like, what? Who cares? Digging the dirt. But I these just, guys don't want to get hurt. They have millions and millions of dollars left in the line. He's getting better, a lot better than he was last year, and he's finally showing improvement. He gained and a little weight. He was like a freaking. He still like is, Gumby. but yeah. I, these guys don't want to get hurt. It's a now, long season. I I, I heard it. Uh, I heard it mentioned uh, a couple days ago talking about like you know the '86 Bulls, how they played every single game like it was Game Seven of the Finals. 
get after them. You know, you know how to make a sport product good, how to make everything fun to watch, is to have player mentality like that. You know, Ingram, freaking get after it. Die for a ball. I, you're, not the, you're a freaking I, I athlete, agree. man. You're an I athlete. Agree. You'll bounce back. You'll be fine. Name Have one guy like in the those... NBA that does that, though. Name one guy. Oh, there are, there are plenty of dudes. I feel like there are plenty, plenty of dudes on the, the, on the, the Celtics. YMCA, the YMCA, they do. Well, nowadays, I'm talking about. And Celtics now? Yeah, they've won 10 games in a row because they've been able to do stuff like Kyrie that. Kyrie Irving's it's, a diva. Eh, not just him, man. It's not just him leading that team. It's everybody else. It's not just because of Irving. You know, since Hayward went down, it's that whole team stepping up. And I don't know about top of my – I watched one game, and it was last night. Dude, it's them one stepping up. One guy in the league I can think of is Ka- Kawhi Leonard. Leonard Other than that, a bunch of divas, man, really. In the in basketball. Well, yeah. here, let's – I promise we bring back no, to football. No, it's okay. Let's, br- cool. let's bring back to it's football. Cool. But that was the connection that I was making. Redskins have any shot of making the playoffs? Yeah, Absolutely. Like legitimate, I I know well, we're five hundred and so, we're, we're so still da- in it. But so like, Dallas, they just announced today that the Ezekiel Elliott six oh, game suspension is back on, which it probably won't be. Yeah, I don't uh, trust they're that. just ahead of them. In, they're the, Dallas is just ahead of the Skins in the NFC East. Uh, the Eagles are untouchable for whatever reason, dude. All you got to do if you win, so they need to win nine games. So they probably have. Two, maybe three more losses to give, um, and then they make the playoffs. Okay, they're four and four right now. They have room for two to three more losses, and they'll be mm-hmm. good to go. Uh, we're getting some interference because of your uh, cellular, cellular. Uh, right. mean right. girl's device over there just texting. It's called a cell phone. Yeah, a iPhone. Yeah, you want to know what? I don't have one of those. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm gonna hold. I've never seen one before. I'm gonna hold off. So. They got rooms for they got room for two to three more losses on their schedule. They have the Vikings coming up, to which they are underdogs. Uh, Bridgewater's back; he's not going to start, but he is off the IR after yeah. suffering a leg amputation, whatever the hell he had. I think they do. I'm going to still root for it. And honestly, man, even if they become mathematically eliminated, these games are playing f- burp right there in the mic. These games are fun to watch. Being in a sure. game, one score within two minutes. Look, I don't care if our playoff chances are. Dem- I mean, I do, but as a fan, right? As a fan, give me that, and I'm happy. Honestly, honestly, I do love the success. Okay, the Nationals are a different story. I was they better kinda, be kinda, good. So the skins goes back to that age long debate: Would you just rather be terrible and never have a chance, or? Make the wild card game and get bounced and mm-hmm. disappointingly get bounced. Yeah, and eh, apples and oranges. We're talking. We're talking. It's not apples and oranges though. It happens in every single DC sports team ever. Like mm-hmm. we're getting, we're we're not bad as as a town. I mean, every single team is making the playoffs year after year. Mm-hmm. We're just not doing anything with it. What do you think? Are the skins making the playoffs? I'll ask you your question. I don't think so. I, I don't. No. I don't. I think they lose this week at the who's, Vikings. Who's going to be? Who's going to be wild card? Green Bay. Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers' freaking <laughs> clavicle's broken. They got Brett Hundley in there. He didn't know what the hell to do. Like, who's going to be that? Because obviously, uh, the Eagles have it. In yeah. There. Although yeah. now, again, I know you don't like taking history to account. The last oh. half of the season last year with Carson Wentz is when he melted down and lost six of seven games or whatever. Different quarterback. Different. No, Carson guy. Wentz is the same quarterback. D- than, than last year? I'm what? talking about as like his development has gotten crazy. Bro. Oh, he is a different He's player. a different, yeah. All right. Yeah. But it's, it's still there. 
I hate the comparisons year after year. They're playing out of their mind, man. Who would have thought great. that Philly yeah. was going to be fun to watch? Up 50 and the spot. Giants were a 50 spot last week. Giants garbage. Giants in San Francisco. That's an interesting little thing. Like, Giants not playing Eli. Should they draft a quarterback this year? I, I like that debate. Eli's on his way out. McAdoo's on his way out. Yeah, yeah. Dude, the Giants, man, are just in disarray. They're so bad. Third worst team in the NFL. I got accused today because Whew. a kid it was it was a kid who's a Giants fan. I was like, oh yeah, old San Francisco and New York playing each other. It's a battle of the first worst team and the second worst team. And he was like, actually, they're the third worst team because uh, <laughs> the don't forget about the Cleveland Browns. I was like, oh, sorry, my mistake. We were growing up. Giants were always good. Yeah. Giants were always winning the division. I mean, if not wild card, making the playoffs every single year. Well, with Eli's won two Super Bowls. Two Super Bowls. Sheesh. Probably not going to be. Do you think Eli's going to be a Hall of Famer? Yes. Just because he's his name is Manning and he has yes. two Super Bowls. Yes. All these consecutive games. I don't he think he's Iron Streak. The the old school Giants. Oh, again, I was a fan. I think it's been well established with the Yanks and Giants. Kind of, kind of growing up, my dad was a New York fan. You kind of just uh-huh. fill in their shoes. I'm like the Yankees. I always talk about the old school Yankees. Giants are the same way to me. The old school Giants were Lawrence Taylor. Freaking no, I'm not. I'm not even not talking. I'm old. talking about like mid 2000s. Oh, like uh, um, uh, Amani Toomer. Oh, not a tumor. Plaxico Burris. You like Plaxico Burris? Was oh, one uh, foot. who was the uh, the tight end? Jeremy Shockey. Jeremy Shockey. Brandon Jacobs. Tiki Barber. What the hell? The Tiki? ball. Oh, Tiki there. never held the ball. He always fumbled. Tiki Barber, man. Tiki. That I was the, Tiki. that was the team. Michael but, uh, Strahan. Strahan. I was just gonna say Strahan. That, Strahan. That was a likable team. <laughs> and so now yeah, they're just yes. a bunch of divas. You can't root for Odell Beckham. You can't root for those guys anymore. Eh, you know, as far as rooting and, and entertainment, who knows? Uh, other NFL stuff. Uh, Tom Brady and the Patriots. Well, really just Tom Brady coming out with his book, TB12, uh, claiming how, you know, diet and everything, claiming so many injuries in the NFL are just because of that guys can't handle, their bodies can't absorb contact. You know what he is, man. Theory. He's Dennis Reynolds. Yeah, we had this we had this text conversation. Text. He does remind when I heard of like the again he, he was like just admiring My his idea of body specimens so much. That is Dennis Reynolds. Is I like, have the perfect Greek of the body of a Greek god. Right of the of the carving. What was the freaking Michelangelo? Thing? Yeah, he made the. What was it called though? What was like the guy called the marble? Marble of. I it was called Michelangelo. Adam. No, Michelangelo did the. Chipping away, it was called like Adam or something. The dude, like with his no hand idea. up there, he's like, I have the body of this. That's like Tom Brady. And you all know what the funny thing is? If you go look at Tom Brady's um combine picture, oh, it's great, dumpy dude it's out great. of freaking Michigan, just fat, yeah, that's freaking great. white and pasty. Yeah, this freaking guy, no but chance. They have a lot of comparisons to Always Sunny, though, like yeah. the Patriots team, we, we said so. Dennis Reynolds is Tom Brady, kind of like the right into himself now. In, yeah, real into himself, head in the clouds. Like yep. good at what he does, but like still smart, but mm. kind of an a hole. But even now, like 
he's not the best quarterback in the league right now, and he thinks he is. And that's like Dennis. <laughs> I haven't peaked. You know, that's that's Tom Brady. To peak. Tom Brady thinks he still hasn't peaked. And like Dennis Reynolds. Frank Bill Belichick. Yeah. Living in filth, living in squalor. Mumbling. He's got that sweatshirt torn off. Just lives in squalor. Has a ton of money, but still chooses to live in squalor. Mumbles. Yeah. That's totally taken Dennis Mm -hmm. Tom Brady under his wing. Amendola or Edelman? More like Charlie Kelly. What do we think? I'd say Edelman. Edelman. Is there really a difference between the two? Eh, just short guys, short There's like really short Charlie Kellys. Now I don't know if I like your Mac to to Gronkowski. I thought that was perfect. No, because Gronk like delivers. Mac thinks he's would be like Gronk, whereas Gronk is Gronk and is silly and is oh, very into himself, as like, like a, lifting. I'm as putting like a, on mass. I thought developing like mass. A closet gay guy. <laughs> Like a, par- big, a big party guys? boy. All right. The big party, you know, going to the club. Mm-hmm. Not right. bad. I couldn't think of a better one for Max. So who's D? Who's D Reynolds? D. Is that Giselle? whoever Tom Brady's, Tom Brady's wife is? Giselle. Yeah. Nah, that's not a good one. Because Dennis, it doesn't match up with our. Shut up, bird. Yeah, they just yell at her. Bird. Don't call me a bird. All right. So with that, that's football. Find the pause button, Sean. Yeah. Let's switch sports and talk about baseball. MLB finalists for awards for 2017 announced a couple days ago, and we got some of our boys in it for NL Cy Young. We got Clayton Kershaw, not one of our boys, but we got Max Scherzer and Steven Strasburg. It's good. It's a good feeling. No, it's not. Yeah, might as well take something out of it. It's not a good... What what do you take a Cy Young? Who cares? It's good that we've like, you know. I think before we signed Max to a long term, we signed Strasburg to a long term. This is finally like them earning their money to me. Like they haven't won in the postseason, granted, but they're pitching really well. (laughs) It's it's crazy. They haven't done crap. They haven't done crap as far as I'm concerned. Postseason. Look at Scherzer's last outing. That's not a Cy Young Award winner right there. I didn't know this, but you have you can't take into account postseason at all. Right, because they just des- only based on regular season accomplishments. They decide on the finalists, I believe, like after the regular season. They actually might already have voted. Not sure. Not sure about that. And they only give it to but us. But I was surprised about that. And that's, that's got to be hard to do to give as a voter to like just be like, just forget about the postseason. Because like you said, his last start was, right. was terrible. It's, but you can't take that into account. It's it's regular season. It's individual accomplishment. But just as a Nats fan, this should leave a bad taste in your mouth. Look at all bad this talent. Taste. Look at all this talent that you have. And look what we can do with it as a team. Not crap. Couple Cy Youngs and MVP, and you can't freaking advance to the NLCS. Are you kidding me? So whose fault? Who's who's to blame? It's the players. The players, because they can't. Like you said, it's all about regular season. Do it in the off season, man. Extend that. Figure it out. Be the guy. Earn your paycheck. I don't know. You do the regular season, and I know you hate the regular season. Like, I do. The regular season, like, I do. you hate it. Uh, regular season sports. in all. Mm. Professional sports is dumb. You love college basketball and college football, like regular season? Yeah, because that means a lot. There's only, I mean, that's the way the NFL and NBA should work. 30 games. Do you know, like, how fun 
the NBA would be if they only played 30 games games a year. Mm. It'd be awesome. Eh. Arenas would be packed. Everybody would be hyped. Everything would be so fun. Yeah, but part of the game is the grind. It's the grind. I, I that's, why, that's why baseball is baseball. I, I understand. I understand. But baseball, college teams even play like 80-something games, 60-something mm-hmm. Crazy amount, like that. That that's that's part of what baseball is. College football, they only play what eleven, twelve, yeah, and then thirteen, a bowl game, thirteen, yeah. So that's not many. All games are packed. It's more exclusive. It's more fun. Every game is meaningful. It's just football. This, that's just that's Wizards football, are up though. by fourteen right now. Pack it up. Pack it up. Lakers are like, ah, we'll get the next one. Wizards are like, all right, put in the bench. Let John rest for a little bit. Eh. I don't know because it's boring. Well, like if you total up total, if you total up total, if you count all of the fans that go to Major League Baseball games in a season, then football games. Obviously, baseball wins that because they play hundred sure, times but they also eighty-one have at to, home yeah. instead of just eight at Their home. Their costs are still higher though because they have to staff and supply and and all that. I I think it would be so much more fun. I haven't even thought about going to a Wizards game yet this year because the season's so new. I haven't even thought about it. It hasn't even crossed my mind. If there was 15 home games, heck yeah, I'm thinking about going because I'm mm, like, oh, no, crap. you're not. You're not going to a Wizards game. You hate the Wizards. I don't hate the Wizards. Eh, you're just, they don't they don't blow your skirt up. For a ba- for a college basketball game, you got to start thinking about going to Mason games because how many how many are you going to go to this year? Well, they play what 30 games, so 15 home games. 15 home I'll games. make it to one. Got to start thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Wizards play, what, 40 home games? They might only play six or seven on the weekend. Okay. Wizards play, what, 40 home games? 40 obviously home games, an, 80, yeah. an 82 game season. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Well, back to Nats. Back to Nats. It really freaking grinds my gears, man. That there's all this individual success and nothing to show for it. It doesn't so you so you and you see Max Scherzer win the Cy Young, you're gonna be like, ah. No, I'm not mad. I'm not gonna be like that. I just don't think he should win it. I think Grumpy. Kershaw should. Oh. He, he, despite despite all the uh, injuries and stuff. I think a huge factor. Well, we could get into the whole wins ERA debate again, but a huge factor is innings pitched to me. Durability. Well, the reason why Kershaw's inning pitched her down, which he has is significantly hurt. lower. Than Scherzer's because he got hurt, right? And that that doesn't speak but, to Cy Young to me. But his innings pitch were more productive. Cy Young threw a billion innings every single year. His innings pitch were more productive than than Scherzer's. I would rather have a guy that pitches the entire season than than a Kershaw who pitches only half and dominates. And yes, I would agree with and you. He has so more wins, which don't mean anything, so it doesn't really matter. Well, wins mean something because they're wins. And then the war, nothing. Kershaw's war was down, which I don't even know what war is, but Where's it was down because he was, because he was hurt. Because he was replaced, and the Dodgers still won a billion games. How so, do you think war works? No idea. But It's like how many games that your team can win. Like how many wins were you responsible average, for? Well, yeah, the average guy. Like he was responsible for seven wins out of however many they won. Eight, if you're yeah. war. It's a ridiculous amount. Something like that. I don't know. Saber, Saber Jeffords could explain a little bit better. But I, honestly, I hope our, our Nats guys don't win because it's just salt in the open wound. Oh, of, come on. I really, I really, as a Nats fan, it's like, You're oh, great, another one of grumpy, these, and it doesn't mean anything. Grumpy Sean again. It's not Grumpy Sean. It's just, 
Awesome. It's just rubbing in our face. You have the the best players, and you can't do anything with it. Awesome. That's like the Caps winning the President's Trophy, President's Cup. You have the best. You have the most points, and you can't do anything. It's just getting to a point where it's like awesome. It's entertaining. Like I said, with the skins, is entertaining. But to a certain point, it's like I don't care about that. Give me some. Give me some postseason victories. Uh. Other th- other awards in baseball, we got Aaron Judge for AO Rookie of the Year, along with Trey Mancini for the O's, and I don't know who the third guy is. Couldn't tell you, but no uh, Aaron Judge. Who was will- the last guy? Uh, I know this fact. Who was the last guy to win Rookie of the Year and MVP? I feel like I told you that like a couple episodes ago. Is Ichiro Suzuki? Dang. I'm the one who told you that. I should freaking you know. I should play right now. I'm gonna play. No, I'm gonna play it because you can't remember that I told you that two weeks ago. Yes, I did. I I remember. I remember looking that up. It's towards the end of the episode. episode. It might be a little hazy. The end of the episode is getting a little hazy. That that is a good point. Uh, So, Uh, do you think Judge deserves MVP and Rookie of the Year honors? Does he deserve one of those? Yeah, Rookie of the Year, no doubt. Okay, I I agree there. Easy. He struck out 208 times though. MVP, right. If you are leading the league in the worst category ever, you know, yeah, definitely not most valuable player. Also in walks, he could be counter, but I think you and I, who are both like 100% singles hitters and have never hit the ball out of the infield, like we we definitely don't appreciate strikeouts. No, that's the way the game works now, though. No fly balls and... Home, home runs and strikeouts, man. It's either all or nothing. There's no more. There's no such thing as a two strike approach anymore. There's no such thing before. as choking up and yeah. getting on top of the plate and just trying to be a tough out. No, it's all right. It's zero and two. I guess I'm gonna have my same approach as zero and zero. Choking up, man. Swing for the fan. Nobody chokes Choke up. Anymore. Get on up on the plate and mm. like the strike zone small. Nope. Nobody does that. Judge goes. If if a hitting coach would be like, all right, Judge zero and two, choke up on this, and he'd be like. What's choke up mean? That's what he would say. He doesn't know what choking up means. He's six oh, foot seven. He's never credit. choked up a day in his life. Give him more credit. He swings freaking tr- tree trunks up there. Never choked up a day in his life. He, yeah. he doesn't. He doesn't know. I don't think um, you've seen the bottom of the barrel. He's the bottom of the handle on he, a bat. Well, actually, with the bottom <laughs> of the handle, and eh, we won't get into it. MVP <laughs> for for the AL. It's Judge and I think Altuve. I can never remember th- who's who's Marti- third. Uh, Ramirez. Jose Ramirez. Oh, that's right for the Indians. Yeah. Altuve, right? Absolutely, Altuve. Altuve. Be. Best player in baseball. You know he's short too. He was my short guy. He's really short, dude. Do I still have that sound bite? They still have the short people sound bite. He's the only like guy we've ever given a short guy Sean award to. That segment lasted for one week because he's the only guy. Short he was guy jockeys Sean. and. Jose Altuve. I can't I can't freaking find it. Soundbite. It's called Short Guy. This is just oh here it is. Great, so great, great people guy. got no reason to live. So Whoop. But Jose Altuve great does. Great podcasting right here. Because he's about what, what nobody's nah, listening to anyway. <laughs> Uh, manager of the year, anything else? Uh, AL AL Cy Young. What do we I think? I thought it would be I thought it'd be pretty funny if Dusty was in like the dude who gets canned. Got like manager of the year. I was disappointed when I nah, no way. Not, not even in the top three. I will 
bet money. If I were to bet money, it'd be that uh, there's no way Judge gets uh, MVP as the, as the the only thing I'd be comfortable in betting money on. I have to bet against the guy, but I don't think he will. Yeah, Altuve. I'd put money on Altuve in that in that regard. Yeah, other, that's an easy one. Other baseball news: Roy Halladay, uh, Blue Jays, and uh, Blue Jays pitcher, Phillies pitcher, awesome, good, Red future Bowl Hall American. of Famer. I mean, like we're not gonna do anything else for his awesome reputation here on this stupid podcast. But unfortunately, died in a plane accident, and he retired in 2012, which means he will be on the ballot in the Hall of Fame in what 2019. Two years, or he'll get in now. Diane's good for your reputation and get in the Hall of Fame, right? And I'm not going to put it so crassly like you did, <laughs> but Roy Halladay might be the very first one in history to be unanimously put into the Baseball Hall of Fame. Not because of what happened, because I think he would have been a first year guy anyway. Yeah, but definitely now, now that he's it's yeah. it's nobody's gonna vote against, like like ken griffey jr i think there were three guys who voted no his first year and he had the highest percentage ever he was like 99 percent out of the hundred and whatever guys who have uh ballots yeah. i'm thinking Halliday very well might be the first one in history to go 100 percent unanimous decision that's no not, hit that's not no, bad no hitter in the postseason oh. two freaking or one perfect game Stud, just a dude who can locate. You know, that's a, that's a guy right there. Yeah. I was thinking about the plane company. It's not a good look for the plane company. The plane company? Yeah, so, like, what he was flying. Did you, like, see the plane he was flying? No, was it, like, a little, like, It's a little, like, weird one, yeah, where it has, like, the wings on like top. The Jurassic Park. Park. Exactly. Exactly. Like, a futuristic thing that's supposed to be, like, super safe. Apparently, that's, like, the second guy has died in one of those things. Oh, like, really? Just not a good look for that company. Parable. Like, you have Roy Holiday flying one around. He apparently loved it and just dead. Uh, that company's done. done. Yeah, Nobody's flying around one of those anymore. Put that in a real soft manner of putting nah. things. It is what it is. Yeah. Is that it with baseball? Sorry, Roy. Is that it with baseball? RIP in peace. Switching sports over to basketball of all levels. Yeah, we got a little good debate. I think you got... Going on? Do you want me to roll with it? No, you 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 ask the question. You well, well the I'll present I'll present you an I'll observation answer. of mine last week. I okay. went to Elena's brother's fall uh, basketball game right before the season, just whatever fall developing. Sure. And it's funny because it's a it's two halves of thirty minutes, and it's a running clock. Yeah, you, you makes might sense. Not. Just you know, developing, getting better, blah blah blah. Sure. But. I, I noticed that there wasn't a whole lot of coaching going on, which I liked mm-hmm. because it's let the guys figure it out for themselves. It's fall. Let them play. You know, yes, let them play. Something that I did notice that, I, it you know, it's sort of, I don't know, like it bothered me a bit was that there was just about zero player communication. And I saw it and I immediately like pointed at myself as a high school baseball coach. And I thought like, this probably affects baseball players. Like our guys don't communicate on the field. Yeah. They don't, they don't, you know, an infielder won't turn to the outfield and say, Hey, you know, a shortstop's not going to turn to the, turn around to the left fielder with a guy on second base saying, Hey, base hit to you. 
you know, I'm going over to third, third baseman's your cutoff man. Just saying real simple, mundane stuff. I love communication, and it is not happening in high school sports. And I think I know why. They generally say the louder the team is, the better they are. I think that applies in a lot of sports, especially yeah. in basketball. That's what I always that's what I always heard. Yeah, something the call out is, plays, do talking, something. Talking gibberish. You could talk do gibberish. Anything. I mean, defensive talk is one of the most important things you could do on defense. Yeah. Defensive talk. Even like stuff that is a given. Oh yeah, I know I have that. Oh hey, get your guy, get your guy. Yeah, I got it. But that's not the point why you're doing it. It's you're keeping your yep. you and your teammate in the game. You know what's amazing about that too is it takes no skill. Zero effort. And it, you know, you know, it's it takes a smarts though, a certain type of. And we, you know, we started this episode with getting after it and just freaking. You know, doing right Good fat stuff. Guys getting the, yeah, fat. You know, you, you put five fat guys out there. You know what they're doing? Communicating. Guarantee yeah. you, guarantee you, they're communicating. They're yeah. not going to play very well. They're freaking going to communicate. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, so basically, you have a theory on why high school players don't communicate? Yes. Okay. They don't communicate with each other. Because of cell phones, is that what they, you're they don't communicate with each other on a daily basis. Oh, so that's going to translate to the court, dude. He, okay, maybe so I'm watching the World Series. I'm watching the World Series. The first thing I think of was baseball. How do I make this non-communication? Half happen? the guys in the World Series are our age, dude. That's what I'm saying. Here, you need. Let me finish. So Justin Turner, uh, World Series Astros, Dodgers, obviously. It's game seven. Darvish is pitching, so it's still either the first or the second inning because that's all he's lasted. Uh, guys on second and third. Turner goes over to Darvish, who I don't think speaks any English, but tells him stuff. Tells him, and you can hear it because in the World Series they have that little bubble mm-hmm. thing, yeah. so you can hear what Turner says. What, and what, say? what he says was, hey, on a bunt, you it was first and second. On a bunt, you got third base side. I'm staying back and reading. And Obviously, you want to know, Turner knows that, Darvish knows that. That little conference didn't need to happen, but it still did because that's how professionals do it. They're going to go talk, and it's not just for knowing, it's for pausing the game. It's for, hey, letting Darvish know that that we're behind you. We know what the hell is going on. Deliver your strike. We're going to get an out right here. Yeah. And at the high school level, they they might not necessarily know simple things like that. And so I love seeing communication, even simple stuff. Like, like I said, the infield turning around to the outfielders and saying, I'm your, I'm your relay guy. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'll be here for this play, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. Okay? A shortstop telling a second baseman, hey, on a ground ball to you, I'll be covering second for you. Of course you know that. Of course. But you know what? Maybe that freaking dumbass second baseman forgot what the situation was, and he didn't know that there was a runner. Maybe he just forgot. Right. It keeps everybody in the game. And like you said, it's just, it's, it's lively, you know? I always thought it was funny. And it's, I mean, not funny, but like the, even MLB players, they do the outs to each other. They do the outs. I love that. You, you know how many places the outs are on the scoreboard yeah. around the stadium? Like 10, mm-hmm. 10 places. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows the outs. Yep. But still. Fly Pass ball around, goes to man. left. Pass it around. Well, that's one, you know, it's like, yeah. you didn't need to do that. And in high school ball, you probably should. Well, you need to you because to. they up and forget. Yeah, they they. So that's forget. what I mean. But even the that's what I'm saying. The major leaguers do it, and you can see it. It's like oh, I'm too cool to 
show the outs. That was something taught to them since they were four years old, and of course they're going to be doing it when they're 24 years old. It's one of the stupid unwritten rules in baseball. Yeah. But what you were saying with those guys are our age, and yeah, they are. But you know what? Like, we didn't have, you know, we've had the internet, like, presented to us our whole lives. We haven't had smartphones presented to us our whole lives. You know, we still freaking got after it hanging out in the neighborhood, you know, having face-to-face conversations. I'm thinking communication in sports in five to ten years is going to be kind of weird. Because the kids playing professional sports in five to ten years won't have communicated. And granted, it's only the best of the best. So I don't mean for this to be a hot take or anything stupid right. like that. But How's it going to be, though? They're just not going to talk as much? They might not. I don't, I don't know. They, I don't they think might, it might, it might just be, oh, I'm too championship cool. Teams I'm, will I'm, always a talk. Too, I'm a too cool for this type thing. I think championship teams will always talk. There will always be communication. And and I hope so. But seeing that, again, I didn't think that they were bad because they're a good team. It's awesome. It's, it's fun watching them play. And maybe it was a fall game, whatever. They had more things going on in their minds than to communicate. But... God, that's something in sports that communicate, man. Talk to your team. You know, I love the old shortstop calling time, walking up to the pitcher's mound, freaking smacking them on the butt, telling them a joke. That's it. You know, let's freaking get out of this. You know, I'm not going to tell you anything but technical. still, all these guys, though, man, during, you don't think during a rain delay they're all going to their locker in the locker room looking at their phones? Pro texting. guys. Yeah. Pro guys. Oh, you. Oh, going to the. Oh, and going. They're just gonna. Stuff. Yeah, they're just going to social media and scrolling through that social media. All those pictures they get taken out of games during the regular season. They just go in the locker room. They they're tweeting out during no, the game. No, no, they're not. They're freaking. Swear they're they putting are. the fat shawl in. They're wrapping their arm in ice and they're, and they're watching the game. No, no they're not. They're Dude, look at the stud. Look at freaking Clayton Kershaw. Look at what he does when what he gets taken Clayton out Kershaw, of game. Clayton Kershaw, sure. Yeah. Oh, the best in the world is the dude who gets up there and gets and freaking stays in the game even when he gets taken out. I want to be like that guy. The world, yeah. If I if I'm a high school, not a lot of guys have those mentality. I want to emulate that. Remember there was like guys during like halftime of football games that like got caught tweeting and stuff like that, liking pictures on Instagram and everything like that. You didn't see that? Phones, man. Phones. You have no. You don't have that problem. I don't. <laughs> I, going on my phone is a bit of a pain. Paper Texting, trail. no paper horrible. trail. It's horrible. Calling, I'll call you all day and night, man. I'll Can call. I find you on Google? Do you have any paper trail on the? Do you have any? I'm sure I'm on, on the pop, web. I'm perpetual sports talk. Yeah, this there. is your only fingerprint. Perpe- yeah, this is this is wow. what I got. Wow, I'm sure. Sean Prince, not a not a, or common. Or it's a very common name. Yeah, you, you you're you're untraceable, man. Avoiding it, but. I it just, again, communication, it's something that I think it's important in sports. It's, it's important in life. And that's what sports is. It's a metaphor for life. <sighs> Getting philosophical. I don't have that spitting sound. Life le- spitting life lessons on us. Maybe I do. I do have, I do have this guy up right now. Yeah, that was, a, that was an omelet. intro. You got to crack a couple eggs. Yeah, you got to crack an egg. So you're throwing down life lessons now. I'm huh? throwing down eggs. Huh? Hey, there you go. I haven't that's played that one in a while. That's a good one. You're kind of doing that. Well, what, what was your thing? Life is all about communication? Is that what you just said? No, it's it's communication is important in life. Communication is important yeah. in sports. Sports is a metaphor for life. Okay, the other thing with basketball that I wanted to throw at you okay, as a as a as a coach here. Again, watching this watching this high school game and then you know, obviously watching NBA guys on TV, yeah. how come shooters don't follow their shots? In high school the NBA. It didn't happen in, at the high school game I was watching. Definitely doesn't happen at the at the end at the at the pro level in the NBA. Right. 
when I start watching college basketball on Friday, I know it's not going to happen. How come guys don't follow their shots to go get a rebound after they just shot the ball? Um, Is NBA that like Little League college? stuff? Yes and no. NBA in college, what you're taught basically is guards have to get back. Guards have to get back on defense. To play D. So what a lot of teams teach is once the shot goes up, one and two guards, maybe even three guards roll back, and then the bigs crash. Now, you don't see that because guards are usually the ones shooting outside. Mm-hmm. So if they shoot outside, they usually don't follow. Does that make sense? Yeah, but the way the game is changing is everybody freaking shoots. So, yeah, you'll see a lot of bigger guys Even your crash, big shoots. But then if a bigger guy is shooting, that probably means a bigger guy is closing out on him on defense, mm-hmm. basically. And bigger guys and just people, NBA and college in general, are better at boxing out. So a lot of the times, next time somebody takes a three-pointer on this game, watch the defender. He'll put his arm up, and he'll just turn and hit him immediately. Mm-hmm. And he'll just keep him there. So he can't go anywhere. That's most of the The time. dude who took the shot. The dude who the took shoot- the shot will just will, will hang out there because the defender is so good at just turning around and putting a body on him. Okay. So that's why you don't really see it in the NBA. Hmm. Now, high school, middle school, lower leagues. Follow your shot everybody, was a thing. Everybody follow just runs shot. to the rim. So it's well, even so hard. Pit. It's so hard in, in high school to get people to box out. Because if you were big and you were growing up, you just stood under the basket and you got every single rebound. Want that ball. Re- dude, a re- you, you don't have to be big to be a good rebounder. Not technically. It helps when you're younger. But when you're in high school and everything, you, now you just – everybody runs to the rim and puts their arms up. They just run and it's like, oh, it's a free-for-all. But you watch NBA and college who are much more disciplined. Everybody, that shot goes up. I'm a defender. I don't even watch the ball. I go hit, Back hit a man. Deep. I go look for a man to hit. Mm. Hit a man, turn, and then I'm finding the ball. Because you got time mm. once that ball's up. so look, look at George Mason's season last year. Who's that senior who freaking averaged double-double? Marquise Moore. Yeah, Marquise Moore. Mm. Freaking led the A-10 in rebounds for a while, and he was a shooting yeah, guard. Yeah. Like, how, how, does, how does stuff like that happen? Mentality. So Jumping, boxing out. That's all you got to do as far as going to get a rebound. Just want to get the rebound. Yeah. You don't have to be big. You can be, whoa, was right. he six was one, six two? Six two ish. Yeah, he was a strong six two. And he was a strong kid. He was athletically gifted and all that. But yeah, he had the mentality of, I'm going to get that ball. Now he was, he was a great fundamental box out. I mean, he would take those smaller guards and push them around mm. down there because he would just hit, hit you quick and then go up and grab it. So that, that does take some skill, but, you, but you're right. It's a mentality. It's a mentality. But what you're saying when you're watching this high school game is you're going, you're just watching the kids run to the hoop. I'm just watching and them so, shoot it and then freaking. So the defender is just pedaling running backwards. to the hoops. And yeah, it's wide open. Sometimes they'll hit the front of the rim and it'll come right back at yeah, you. Like, yeah, dude, shoot it, freaking get up in there, get your rebound and lay it up. Yeah, but see, in, in college and in high school, your guard, you can't do that because what if it hits back iron, goes long, now you're giving up easy buckets a free, going the other way. Uh, but 
I don't know. All One the sabermetrics always have to be back. All the sabermetrics going on right now. I feel like can't they can't they measure rebounds going on within the paint versus rebounds going even on then, outside of the a paint? Big, a big gets a rebound inside the paint. He throws it along. You're, oh, and then the dude buckets. who was supposed to box you out is now way is now down on the there. other end. Yeah. No, Trust I, me, those all those guys are thinking the same thing. I get it. Uh, other college basketball stuff. Leangelo Ball arrested in Shanghai, which that doesn't even sound like a real th- arrested in Shanghai. That, that whole sounds thing like a nineteen fifties movie. Leangelo Ball sounds like <laughs> arrested a, in Shanghai. Sounds like a movie character from an old basketball movie. So a little honest mistake here, or honest story about mistakes I was making. Listening to the radio like the past couple of mornings, I kept uh, getting like Leangelo Ball and D'Angelo Hall. Like I he- I heard both of their names, and I sort of like I was like, wait, what a second! Like, why is D'Angelo Hall being arrested in Shanghai? And then I was like, wait, what? Leangelo Ball uh. is now the old guy safety on their skins who. Helped him beat the Seahawks last week. Anyway, Leangelo Ball arrested in Shanghai because they're playing a game over there for yeah. whatever reason, Ridiculous. unbeknownst to me. Um, your thoughts on – I wanted to get your thoughts on college basketball overseas. What do you mean by that? What do you like playing overseas? That doesn't usually happen. What? All right, so why did this have to happen? Well, there are tournaments overseas, the, the stupid tournaments at the beginning of the year where they go down to, like, the Caribbean and stuff. Yeah. I still Hawaii, count that. Maui. No, Those they go like to, like, Puerto Re- Peru. Like, they'll go, Puerto like, Puerto Rico. Caribbean. Yeah, that's, that's not That's bad. an American that's territory. That's China. So this is just weird. This like, is, this this is ha- weird. This is what a lot of teams do in the summertime, take their team over there because they can play over there. They can get right. extra and games over there. And they can get guys there. looking, you know, at, in, the, in their international leagues, you know, college guys go play for China a lot. Oh, you know, no, that's not what it's for. It's, it's to get around the rules. It's to get around the NCAA rules. You can play, like, college, the Chinese college teams or the European college teams, but you can't play NCAA college teams. So you try and get work in, and that's kind of a way to get around the rules. Now, UCLA was playing somebody else big, I think like Oklahoma or somebody like that. In Shanghai. In Shanghai. Now, I've never heard of that before. Never. Like, why? Are we gaining an audience in a communist country? Because they have so much country? money. I, I have no idea. So, so the much thi- money to blow. So the thing is, my first thought when I hear that is, go to LeVar Ball, and I think, you remember that scene in Billy Madison where that one O'Doyle keeps bullying Billy Madison and is like, O'Doyle rules. And then Billy Madison goes, you know what, O'Doyle? I have a whole, I have a feeling your whole family is going down. And then like later in the movie, their family drives off a cliff. Sort of, I had that thought a couple weeks ago, just thinking, you know what, LeVar Ball, I have a strange feeling that your whole family is going down. And then this happens to this poor kid. And I just think, oh man, if you're getting arrested in China for shoplifting, you might be in prison for the next five years. He should be. It's three to 10 years. Now he's not going to do it because he's such a name and... Right, America. it just you you said what's his sentence it's here? Like 20 10 or 20 days house arrest. So nothing. Nothing. But you know who I think needs to wear this a little bit? The coaching staff who like decided uh, evidently where he got arrested was right outside of the hotel. It's a Louis Vuitton store. Right, an expensive store. Yeah, that's Dude, okay. if you're in a 
country, if you're overseas, you better not let your freaking team leave their damn hotel rooms unless they're at the game. They're locked up. Lock them up. That's in China. Because you don't... Dude, that's a communist country. You don't know what's happening there. Communist country, they're big guys wearing UCLA gear. Oh, they they still got, like, short thumbs. Like... That that's already that's American right there. American, yeah. Target you can't get in any trouble there. Still in America, you get a slap on the wrist. Oh yeah, it'll, it'll be, be fine. fine. Isn't it funny how like people like protest like unjust stuff in America? It's amazing. And then you look at like there are way more unjust things way. going on. Go protest over there. Go protest where you steal you steal a couple things, which is wrong. Get your hand cut off. But yeah, you have a really horrible thing happen to you. Yeah. Yeah, the world's oh, yeah. funny, Scott. It's a yeah, funny world. People are spoiled. We, we get it. We were talking about that before. People are spoiled. People are soft, and they don't understand. Go to China. Like, seriously. We're living in the best country in the world. In the best country. People are still upset and angry, and everybody's bitter all the time. Mm-hmm. Go have okay. some real problems. Go go steal in China and get your hand cut off. Yeah, do it. Not be go on 10 join days Leangelo. house arrest. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. I used to resent the ball family and everything like Lamar and like look at him on TV and be like, hey, this guy's ridiculous. I've started to change and be like, this guy's kind of a genius. This guy's like kind of, kind of smart in a way. Now he says some stupid stuff and everything like that, but you know, like you see an evil genius to where he knows that. I think he knows exactly what he's doing. I think he knows exactly what he's doing. I don't know. I, I disagree with that, but it's just, <laughs> No, one of those things. It's like a, it's, you know what it is? It's your bad guy in like the 1980s sport movies. It's your team. The loud parent. It's your like, team Iceland from the Mighty Ducks 2. Ooh. It's the overconfident the USSR. guys. Yeah. It's Miracle. The, right. It's, yeah, exactly. It's the Why overconfidence. Well, I just did hockey and you copied me, but it's your booby Mileses. Uh. You know, it's, it's anything. It's your bad. It's, you know what it is? Karate Kid, it's the the dragons. What are they, or no, Cobra Kai and the oh, dragons. The overconfident, like very, name. like cool. Do it for no Johnny, Johnny, right? Or is that his name? That was his name in the Outsiders. Yes. But uh, what well, well, whose name? The Cobra Kai kid and, oh, I the, can't and Karate Kid. Karate Kid's name was Danny. Danny's hot. Daniel saw. Yeah. I can't oh, remember the Cobra Kai kid, though. But that's who these sports stars, these divas, these wide receivers, that's who they are. Cam Newton dressing up after every sports interview. Oh, You're ridiculous. the bad guy from the 1980s movies. That's what you are. Yeah. yeah. Who, we were, who, we were, who we were raised. The perfect cast. We were raised to like, hey, that's a bad guy. Cam Newton. And now is you're that Bo- guy. Cam Newton is Booby Miles. He's horrible. He's the worst. He's Booby Miles who didn't tear his ACL in high school. See, Cam Newton didn't know what the Titanic was. Yeah, stupid. Got to let the Titanic roll. Brutal. Titanic's Gotta embrace about, it. It's about to go down. Sheesh, these guys, man. Stupid athletes. And people want to pay college athletes, Scott. They want to pay these guys for their time yeah, we had and that. Opinions. We had the discussion. Negative. That's, not, that's never happening. More college stuff. George Mason Patriots opening up tomorrow. Yeah. Lafayette. Lafayette. You're going? Yeah, I'll go. I'll they're, a D1. they're a D1. They're yeah. not a bad brother. They're in the Patriot League, right? They play in the same league as Navy. Patriot yep. League, right? Mm-hmm. 
You excited? Yeah, it'll be good to see. You, you gonna go down and hey, shake hands with Coach Paulson? You say hi, boys. Say hi to Bill. Say hi, everybody. You say hi to Bill. Say hi, to Bill. What are your plans for like before and after? Like you going to oh, going George's? To go to Brian's? Brian's. I think that's the spot. Okay. Spot. Have a few beers and walk over, hang out. Might do a little Fairfax tour tomorrow. All right. Like we live. I haven't been back there in a while. Maybe stop by Fats or PJs. Go get it. Hey, listeners, if you want to know where Scott's going to be tomorrow, he's going to be in Fairfax. Passion Finn. Passion no, Finn. I'm, just, I'm making fun of Lurch. Oh. Going to Passion Finn. A, hey, you had Passion Finn. It gave you some. Gave you the. Gave you the runs, right? Oh yeah. Back I, in the summertime, did not sit well. Didn't still like still the, can't do didn't shellfish. Like the scallops. Still can't do shellfish. <laughs> shellfish. That's what it was. Still can't do it. Mason, the second game on the schedule is Louisville. Do they got a chance against Louisville because old Ricky P is? I don't think uh, so. I, I have no idea. The their state players of are so good. Yeah, they, it's just ACC playing at the worst Louisville. Team in the ACC could probably beat Mason, and that's not nothing. That's no knock against Mason. That's just how good the ACC Wait, is. You said the worst team in the oh the worst team in the ACC could be okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Things happen, and oh yeah, crazier things have happened. Sure. Mason Mason started what eight and zero last year or something like that. Their eight game winning streak. Uh, I don't think I don't know about that. No, they didn't start eight and zero. They didn't start eight and zero, but they went on an eight game winning streak. They lost to like I don't know some freaking D two school or something like that earlier in the year. But who knows? We do have to report more on Mason as as we go this this year this podcast. I think. Early in the year, we got to compete with By George podcast. Yeah, I don't know about F that. You guys are they still podcasting? Oh yeah, they they make a big deal about it. They really, they really go all out. They do a good job. I, I don't, I don't hate on. I don't really listen to their podcast. They, do they podcast they do every content. week? Oh, they yeah, they do like a few times. Just about George Mason. George Mason basketball. Just about George Mason basketball. Yeah. I at least thought it was everything. Can't fit in the hole. No, barely. No way do they podcast every week. There's no way. They they do a good amount of podcasting. And they do a lot of content and Twittering and blog writing and everything like that. Yeah, they got a lot of stuff well, going on. Yeah. I, I know. I get it. I get it. I mean, they're the typical work, fans that think work. they know everything, and, and I get it. But they, they do a good job on a lot of their content. Are they considered the official podcast of the George Mason Patriots? I think they consider themselves. But yeah. how do you get that official mark? We gotta, I have no idea. we gotta hit. We gotta try to be the official. PST needs to be the official podcast. Of the, we're not sports, but that'd be pretty. No, of the George Mason Patriots. Start, you know, start at don't our alma mater. Focus, focus up our content. No, we our don't have to do that. So f- we'll dedicate ten to fifteen minutes. Every week, but we'll still be that official. We're better than freaking. I don't think any by team George has a official podcast. We could be that guy. We could be the that first. Guy. We'll be the first. Why not? We're breaking ground. We'll get Bill on here. That'd be pretty cool. That's a, that's a legit radio personality. Get Bill. Yeah, you can get Bill yeah. at least for a phone call. Oh yeah, Maybe Bill with ten minutes phone call. Oh yeah, it's funny. All the like the cool names we've mentioned that we'll never get. We've mentioned what? Jonathan Allen. We'll never get him. Bill never Rollin. thought about that. Triple A pitcher Taylor Clark. That'd be cool to get I, him. It's on. gettable. I just haven't put in the effort. You got to put in that effort, man. <laughs> see what see what's shaping up here. Uh, what would that What would that segment be like? So we hit up we hit up Taylor. Hey, what's a what's a pitcher's winter workout consist of? What do we talk about there? Just random. We doing the off season. Yeah, what's what life in Utah what's, like? 
Is he in Utah? Or no, what's the he's a Diamondbacks. Triple A with Diamondbacks. I thought he was in Utah. No idea. Could be wrong. Man, to do research. We got research no before clue. we interview a guy. No, nah, just ask him random crap. Nothing about like so how do you think the team's gonna be next year? Like where are you gonna be? Just like random crap. No, like the most like, obscure things. Like where do you do number two in the Patriots Center when you're working? Yeah. Have you ever had an emergency That's while on the air? Where do you go? Do you go to the players' locker room? Do yeah. you go out to section one thirty two? Like what's what's your thing? Yeah, I like That's that. what I'm asking to Bill Rowland. It's mm. my first question. That's good. What's your first question, Bill Rowland? <sighs> Gotta think about that. Put one. you on the spot right there. That's that's too that's too hard. That's too hard. What's your my second question to Bill Rowland? Yeah, go ahead. I, do you uh, what's the, what's the snacks like during the game? Because you got to eat. That's oh, a long time a media, on the there's air. There's a media room. So he just goes back and he snacks. Yeah, and there's a in the locker room. There's snacks and everything like that. What's, what do those snacks consist of? So y'all have a conversation with that, him right yeah, now. Yeah. Enough That's with, good. Enough with college basketball. Yeah, let's move on. It's that time again that we stop talking about whatever we want to talk about, and we start we talking go, about go about with your day. We, yeah, we, Friday. We, we let everybody go, but I guess we keep talking about what we want to talk about. But specifically, what we're watching on TV this weekend: weekend appetizer. Scott, what do you got for us? So I'll be grilling out. You're all welcome to come. Sean bailed on us. Did not all, all the you. faithful PST in, listeners. Incorrect. We were going to have a big tailgate driveway because we considered that the best part of sports basically is the tailgate. <laughs> That's sure basically it. Side of that either. That's, then what's the point of our whole driveway tailgate? What was the whole idea behind it? Nah, it was the tailgate. Well, that's the point of the driveway, not of sports, but of driveway tailgating, yes. So, like, you go to the... Bring the TV outside. Yeah, you, if you go to a game, like, you got the whole tailgate and everything, and it's great, but then it's like, I right, gotta go home after, go to the yeah. game, and then go home. It's like a total buzzkill. Now we just grill out, have all the good things about tailgating, and you're already home. Meet, beer, friends. It's the best part. It's true. TV outside. Yeah, we're going to watch Alabama, Mississippi State. George Auburn. George Auburn. Good college football game on. Miami, Notre Dame. Man, you're really uh, really missing out. I dropped it. We'll we'll figure something out. Got to take the truck in. Got this date on. That's that's all right. Maybe maybe something after. Dude, you're making me feel real bad right now. I need to. I need to. I need to jab you a little bit. He's going to eat away at me for quite a while. I'm not even so sure if I could perform right now with presenting my weekend appetite. <laughs> think you'll get over it. I got to take the truck in on Saturday. Um, something really cool this weekend, Elaine's yeah. bridal shower, man. Not nice. that I'm going to be a part of that. But, sure? uh, but, you know, I might be helping, like, taking presents back or something like that. But, you Load know. the truck, get the loot, and get out of there. That's right. That's right. Um, some presents have been coming in, as you see. Yeah, you know, got the couple, grill. A couple, yes. She doesn't know about that yet, but oh, hopefully she, she didn't hear that. But what is, what are the, what are the presents of a bridal shower? So what, what are the kind of like presents well, they, so, from the... from so, the? So you know how you register for a wedding? Yeah. Like you register for gifts? What are you expecting out of this bridal shower? Well, here's the thing. A lot of times what happens is you register for gifts, and... As you register, people actually buy those for the bridal shower, and then 
they may like write a check or something for the wedding. Oh yeah, I'm not writing a check. Or it could be like, oh, I'm just gonna buy this for the wedding. But a lot of people take what's registered and they just bring that to the bridal shower, okay. or they just make up their own. Okay. So that's where you know home stuff is pretty cool. Like we've had some, had a couple things delivered to our house already. You know, carpets and um, pots and pans. You know, it's cool. A lot of a lot of cool, a lot of cool stuff. Some 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 end tables. It's great. Uh, got that going on this weekend. Uh, skins versus the Vikings. Yep, be interesting. Yep. That'll be tough. Uh, exciting matchup. I don't know when they announce all of the different awards. I don't think it's this, this weekend. Uh, it 15th. starts as well. It's different days. It's a, yeah, it's a new really day for out. for each award. Not that I'm really looking forward to it. We glued to the TV for it. No. But college, I feel like college football is always the main part of our weekend appetizer. And Army football, dropping the, one win away from the Commander-in-Chief's trophy for a long time. Yeah, but that's a tough win right there, man. Yeah, not last year. Dude, I just I just realized this, how Notre Dame is good and relevant again in the college football playoff. Yeah. So Notre Dame beats Miami this weekend, yeah. which they very well might. Good. They have Navy the next weekend. You know... Navy, they could figure some stuff out. Navy could be responsible for knocking Notre Dame out of the college football playoff. Ooh. How awesome would that be? One loss right now? Hot take for it. Yeah, Notre Dame is that one yeah. loss. Miami's undefeated. Correct. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. Yeah, Miami's the only team in the ACC to be undefeated. They are still not in the uh, no. college football playoff. No. Not, I mean, I know you hate the like rankings and everything about it's too it. Too early. But as a fan, they're, you got to admit, as a fan, like they're kind of interesting to follow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But you don't want to take that approach. No. No, no. I want to see. It's Alabama and Georgia are the two best teams in the country right now. Georgia's not better than Alabama. By far. No, I don't not. care. Freaking That's why I said Alabama and Georgia. Oh, you did respectively Alabama and Georgia. One, two. Where can they find us, Scott? Like you said at the beginning of the episode, we are on Twitter, Podbean, uh, what else? Patron, Patreon. I no, we're not Patron. on Patron. I always say Patron. Patreon. That's about it. Google us, virtual sports talk. You're bound to find something. Uh, yeah, we're all over the place, and we got about three listeners a week, so we'll have a good time doing our thing. Please like, subscribe, leave us a comment, do whatever you want. Would you rather swing or would you rather? Yeah, yeah, yeah we have it, but it's not about it, but it's about us and having a good time. So, right on. Until next time, new episode every Thursday night for your Friday morning drive in. My name is Sean, and I'm Scott. Goodbye.